0: You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of July 25th, 2021. This is episode 195. From that less scorching city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barsay.
1: And straight out of 98226, I am Chris Powell on this episode. Hey, guess what? It's part five for episode 195 of AJ's in my mini series about uh, welcoming everyone back to Bellingham. You know what? The first four episodes, we covered a whole lot in Bellingham, uh, where to go, things to do, places to eat, places to drink, places to, uh, let's see, uh, take, take a date. Places to take the family, places to take a little one or an older one. Now we're going to get the heck out of Bellingham for a while. Because guess what, boys and girls? Whatcom County is pretty darn huge. We're going to talk about some of the places outside of Bellingham
0: next on the Bellingham podcast. Wow, Chris, it's been a week or so. But man, that was a wandering episode lead in. How you doing?
1: Not all who wander in their intro are lost. Uh, I'm doing just dandy. How about yourself?
0: Doing good, doing good. I'm glad that we don't have to have the the sand tan, uh, sun tanning oil or a parasol to survive uh, this recording.
1: No, it's nice to be in shade. And uh, by the way, where are we? Based on my emphatic recommendation,
0: <laughs> so we are not, ladies and gentlemen, at the Northridge Trail. Hello to everyone who, uh, over the years, has waved high or stopped by to ask what we are recording. But um, we we get some, quite a bit of notoriety, and it. It it prevents me from editing the show in a timely manner. So we are actually at uh, a, a a high school nearby. A nearby high school. A nearby high school near the uh, <laughs> near the uh, the Northridge Trail.
1: It's a three syllable high school, and with without birds that are chirping their ears <laughs> off, our ears off. Or
0: that dumb crow, that yeah, dumb crow that, that came down cr- and oh, just yeah. yacked at us that last recording. Yeah. Anyway, I digress from our wonderful wildlife.
1: We've got some uh, updates from that past episode to talk about uh, AJ from the Bellingham Podcast newsroom. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it.
0: So, okay. Thank you to everyone who's listened to the show. And we've gotten a lot of uh, great responses and some great kudos uh, from this now five-part episode. However, there are some corrections, addendums, clarifications, and so I'm going to issue them. So here's here's from the Office of Housekeeping from the Bellium Podcast. From our listener and uh, also good friend, Sarah Hutton over at Village Books. She wrote in and because we had talked about Evolve.
1: As a great place to go downtown to go get some chocolate, espresso and yep. other... Uh, dinner treats
0: so they they are in multiple locations but because uh, the heat dome fried our brains and we had to re-record that episode we were struggling with that but sarah thank you so much she wrote in saying hey aj and chris love listening to the back to be ham themed series i've got a list of new places to try exclam <laughs> <laughs> quick note of clarification evolve is still with us being at village books on the mezzanine level as well as their uh, space at hotel leo two opportunities of deliciousness Exclamation! Hopefully, we'll see you soon in the stacks, being you and me.
1: That's right, the stacks of books.
0: So, so I did a pop in on Sarah. And, oh, really? Yes, and dropped uh, dropped off some Bellingham podcast swag, so oh. she's got a couple of our stickers. So three, we have swag. We we do more on that later. Chris. Okay, fair enough. Thanks
1: for clarifying, Sarah. By the way, because um, we were thinking with all of what happened yeah. in this past year, we were concerned that Evolve that fine place upstairs to get some chocolate and espresso and other things. Things might have not been able to be with Village Books. Thank you for letting us know that now there are two locations, two locations to serve your chocolate sweet deliciousness. That's right.
0: Next, (laughs) next is uh, from listener and friend Brenna. She gave me the TLDR, the too long didn't read on Amendment Twenty One. I wonder if they have a too long didn't listen for a podcast. (laughs) I think that's with show notes. Yeah, yeah. Drink, drink. Uh, So. So at Amendment 21, so Brenna is a, is a, her and I've talked about different, different aspects of Bellingham and uh, younger than both of us. So she's got kind of the more the vibe of the, the local university esque scene. But her tastes are very evolved, evolved, so elegant. She, she gave me the rundown on, on Amendment 21. One, they have excellent food.
1: And the Amendment 21, for those who didn't listen, is in uh the lobby is in Hotel Leo Hotel Leo hobby, that's right Yep
0: yep so uh the thing about the thing that she dialed me in on is if you are a, a purveyor of uh fine gin that is the place that you want to go they have like an experience around each of their gins for their drinks they will give you the rundown of how far it is away from amendment 21 that they sourced their gin for each of their drinks There and they're all of course themed as well anyway i just wanted to give a big shout out to Brenda because like she gave me the TLDR on this and I cannot take credit for it because she knows that place in states.
1: As as we're talking about gin, those fine musicians of Lord Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley, it is cold gin time again. You know it'll always win. It's cold gin time again. And that's the only thing that'll keep us together. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> thanks for the clarification, Brenna. Apartment, uh, apartment 21. Amendment 21. Boy, I need some gin to be able to make it through this show. Uh, that would be a really good place that I may have to check out when life gives me a situation where I need a drink. And also, uh, as far as recent uh, happenings for your two uh, knucklehead hosts here of the (laughs) Billingham Podcast, AJ, you know, I do my own solo project, uh, which is, you know, a different kind of thing, but the Beham Podcast will still remain. AJ is a guest again. You can hear his... Uh, alto tenor. I'm going to call you tenor. Okay. The the uh, the send tur- me a tenor. The the, the, <laughs> the tenor with the tenor uh, was a guest again on the Zulu Time podcast with our friend over in the UK, Dan. Um, episode 47. For those of you playing at home, subscribe to that friggin' podcast, would you? Zulu yeah. Time podcast. It's worth it. Would y'all talk about it in this post? Uh, yeah. independence day so it was episode? it was
0: post-independence day for us here in the in the united states and so dan brought me on uh, he's at a uh, uh, timely underscore moments on instagram and so he brought me on because we wanted to talk about american watchmaking and kind of the not just the history because again we've mentioned on a show he d- typically goes into the history of watches mostly in the military theme but he wanted to kind of take a different angle from it of kind of past, present, and kind of what the vibe of American watchmaking is. So we hit on a lot of the different brands, and we put together a list, including your Shinola. He talked about you on the show yes. uh, to Watch Minimalist. Oh yeah. And um, we just put together a list of American watchmakers, um, and I kind of uh, brought the the flavor of, wa- American watchmaking is in this kind of resurgence, renaissance, whatever you want to call it, and it's really the ethos of America. When you look at automotive, We have people who got cars back in the day and then they started tweaking and Mm -hmm. making them better. And that's how we got American muscle, hot rods. And that's really where I kind of see our independence, um no pun intended for independence day our independent brands boutique brands the ingenuity and the innovation exactly so that's what we talked about on the show so check it out check it out episode 47 you got this knucklehead on that show
1: and uh that solo podcast that uh should anyone be of interest uh if you got kiddos at uh home that are doing the online school there's a decent shot that they may be uploading assignments or having uh, discussions online, or checking in on their Canvas class. Canvas is the name of a learning management system, uh, and I do a solo podcast called the Canvas Insider, after 195 episodes, I'll give myself a little self publicity. Oh. It's mainly scripted, which is not what we do here. We have some. But it's concise. Oh, yeah, it's concise. There's no show uh, intro
0: music. I know, I miss the rock music, bro.
1: Yeah, that was jarring because I wanted to announce myself <laughs> uh, in a way that was unlike most EdTech podcasts. I can't stand all of that upbeat music. Uh, and so I went with heavy rock, and I realized after thirty some episodes, thirty five episodes, I don't like music for you know the intro bumpers and, and things. And so I'm just thing, yeah. monologue, man. You get my baritone bellowing at you, and uh, I talk about technology outside of the ed tech realm and professional development. Yeah. That's another way that you can enjoy us in the Bellingham podcast. But getting back to this darn show, we've got a scenario that we've been running for the previous four. We're going to continue that. Here's a scenario. You're in town on business, attending a conference, or are visiting family and friends. You've heard lots of good things about the city by the Salish Sea, but you want to see what Whatcom County has to offer, because you've got pretty good gas mileage with the cost of gas nowadays. Now Now what? what? And I, I will say this, AJ, you, do, you did a whole lot of work in, in coming up with ideas and suggestions, recommendations for people to uh, get out of town while you're in town. Uh, the, 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 it was rather... It was nice to revisit just how big Whatcom County is. It's not just the I-5 split in you know, the, the town. Now you know,
0: leaving Skagit, now entering Whatcom yeah, County. It's uh, not
1: necessarily that. The actual acreage the boundaries of Whatcom County in Washington State, at least from an eyeball of the a, of a United States map. And if you wanna be able to argue with me about this, if you, if you got some need to argue like everyone does nowadays, go ahead and find me, uh, I'm more than happy to uh, get your you know comments to this. But I'm gonna equate the size of Whatcom County similar to the state of Massachusetts. Hey, Boston. <laughs> that, where they all pack the cars. Um, we have a huge landmass in Whatcom County. A lot of it is populated, but otherwise it's in the Cascade Mountains. AJ has done a great deal of, of uh, info gathering uh, of events coming up. And, you know, let's start off with the northernmost city before the Canadian border, uh, U.S.-Canadian border, Uh in Whatcom County, and that is blame.
0: Yeah, so in in episodes past when we go a Whatcom wandering, if you yes. have a long time listening to the show, you know, typically, we would typically say like, hey, there's some offerings in Canada. Unfortunately, at the time of this recording, still, us Americans cannot cross the border for non-essential traffic. So Coming we're, soon. So, so the furthest that you can go is where... Whatcom County ends and that is Blaine. Now, Blaine is typically the border town, but that's kind of a misnomer there's several border towns in sure. Whatcom County. You got Blaine, you got Sumas, you've got uh, Linden. Linden. Yep. You know, those are all three border towns. Uh, but we're going to hit on Blaine because it's kind of the it's got the Peace Arch, which is the well-known um, uh, monument between our nation and Canada. Uh, and it's basically the last stop yeah, as you leave Whatcom County to go up into Said Canada. Now, Blaine isn't just about the Peace Arch. You've got the little town, and it's little.
1: It's it's a smallish border town. Yeah. Uh, they do, back when the border was open, they had a whole lot of international commerce uh, based on tariffs and other types of uh, economical reasons. That a whole lot of Canadian traffic would cross the border to uh, come over to Blaine. Uh, funny thing that I always kind of chuckle at, um, as you know, just recently uh, a major league baseball team has decided to change their name uh, to the Guardians as opposed to a Native American. Oh, so okay. the Cleveland Indians, I believe, are now the Cleveland Guardians. Oh, right. Uh, the Blaine Borderites is the ma- the mascot of the school uh, district. Oh, really? Yes, indeed. Fun fact. Uh, and what a great name for an intimidating mascot. I'm a Borderite. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that that being Why said- Why not be
0: the Border Patrol or something? like The, the patrollers? I yeah. don't know. Uh,
1: well, you know, what kind of cheerleading songs did you-, you know, Go patrollers. Go (laughs) patrollers. Okay. Let's talk about stuff to do in Blaine. So
0: so in Blaine, you've the kind of the historic seaside part of it. There's restaurants and there's a cool antique uh, place there. I mentioned that on a previous episode. But the the thing that I want to bring up is for, again, for the families out there, in August, there is typically COVID pending. There is what's called Pirate Days, D-A-Z-E. And uh, there's a link in the show notes. And for the love
1: of all border towns everywhere, drink.
0: drink. Uh, in August, there is, it's really fun. Like they have this really cool park. If you've got kids, uh, it's basically a pirate themed park where there's a ship and you, you have your kids, you know, kiddos play and stuff and whatever, whatnot. The cool thing is is that usually Pirate Days aligns with uh, Lady Washington. See previous episode about the history of that tall ship. It's so not a pirate ship, a, though. It looks like a pirate it ship. It looks like a
1: pirate ship, but it's yeah, not a pirate it's ship. It's not a
0: pirate ship. So anyway, Lady Washington uh, is going to make a port call at... Uh, uh, in Blaine, August 19th through the 22nd. and that's Mid-August. Where, yep, that's where you can uh, pay a small modicum of fee and tour this this very old vessel that is uh, deeply tied to uh, you know Washington state history. Uh, but also you can take, uh, you can charter it obviously, but you can also take sales. They have like what, what they call an adventure sale. It's like a two or three hour tour, <laughs> a three hour tour. <laughs> exactly. Where you go out and um, you can experience this old sailing vessel you know this is this is the the pinnacle of navy you know where you had sails you had to you know bring up the masts and all this other jargon that i'm not going to claim that i'm a navy guy you know and it's a really cool experience um you can also do a sunset for those that are you know picture aficionados or maybe you have a date you know you can do an, an evening uh, a sun sunset golden hour sail. um so take a look at that because it's it's a really cool thing uh,
1: for the Lady Washington going from the 19th to the 22nd, that takes kind of kind of uh, overlaps with another border town's big event. The Linden Northwest Washington Fair uh, is going on. This they're they're opening back up. They got live music. Uh, it's it's a wonderful county-wide, regional-wide event. August 12th to 21 for the Lyndon Northwest Washington Fair. That 19th through the 22, If you're in town around that time in August. Wow, you can hit multiple things in one time. A lot of stuff going on in this county in the month of August. Yeah,
0: and on top of that, like here in Bellingham as well, um, you know, the Lady Washington will make port here, August twelfth through the sixteenth. So, like you just said, you could hit. Lady Washington either sailing out of Bellingham or Blaine or do, like you just said, you know, it's basically the 12th to the 22nd is going to be a, a big batch of stuff. Absolutely. So that's that's why I wanted to hit in Blaine.
1: near Nearby Blaine, there is if you take a look, you know, and what, you know, insiders, uh, longtime residents have learned is pretty much you could park somewhere in the main promenade and we don't need to give you directions for it. go to Blaine take exit what is a 275 276 something like that thereabouts the Blaine main city center you will definitely see the main streets promenade and you park anywhere and you can totally walk around and oh by the way you've got the bay right there in front of your eyes and and on a nice weather day what a great way to take a a jaunt, go on some playgrounds uh, for the kids, or yourself if you feel like it. But also nearby Blaine, you might notice this big water tower in the distance. And that water tower is uh, kind of a indicative little uh, uh, monument to the Semiyamu Resort. And uh, the Semiyamu Resort is one of those beautiful places that you go to, uh, but AJ did some digging and he found out the origin on the Semiyamu Resort.
0: You know Chris that 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 water tower reminds me of a different kind of tower does it does it do broadcast airwaves as well? I don't
1: think so. It just broadcasts liquid, but there's another radio tower in Bellingham that it contains a very special uh, radio station.
0: Is that that KMRE 102.3 FM?
1: It's that community power station we've heard so much about. They actually broadcast our show Saturdays at 3 in case you haven't heard after these 195 (laughs) broadcast episodes. Now, we thank KMRE for continuing to play our show uh, Saturday at 3 p.m. and all over the darn internet at KMRE.org.
0: Yep. So at Semiamu, uh, I want to give a little bit of, of background on just the, even the term semi amus. So, a lot of the times here in the Pacific Northwest, you'll see a lot of our region take names or uh, give tribute to names of uh, our local uh, ancestral people, our First Nations people, our, our indigenous people here in the Northwest. And here, especially in Whatcom County, even the name Watcom is indigenous in nature. So with Semiamu, I wanted to dive into this, Chris. So the origin, as I got from the internet, and I've, I've got to give a tip of the hat and an apology to uh, one of my teachers up at the Lummi Nation, Smakya. It's been a while since I've had to do Lummi Chawson, so forgive me if I sound a little bit rusty. But as I found online, uh, quote, The Semiamu were more closely related to the Lummi and the Samish peoples south of the international border here in the United States, and to the Lakwaman and the Tsuke people across the Strait of Georgia. Uh, then they are to the Halkolaman, speaking Stolo, of the Fraser River and the Fraser Delta north of themselves, the Musquam. Again, I apologize on my lemmichoss, I'm a little bit rusty, but I want to give a little bit of background too, just to just the names that we have, like for instance, Samiamu.
1: We want to do it as much dignity and respect as we can, yeah. which is why AJ's doing it and not me, because I'm pronouncing like a fanatical dork. <laughs> But I, wanted, good on you.
0: but I wanted to bring up like Semiyamu, the the term, uh, at least like I said uh, that I, I could find the origin is actually a, is reference to the Semiyamu people of this region. So that's kind of paying homage to again our indigenous neighbors that you know preceded us long before we came here. So beyond that, Semiyamu now that point is a resort.
1: Oh, with a whole lot of beautiful homes and condos and other types of residences around. However in the month of August. uh, There is some beautiful, you know, you're getting a dead on view of the bay. Uh, You're right there. And (laughs) there's some live music that they've had in the past, now that we're all defrosting and getting out and about. Uh, Some live music where you can quote, and this is from their website, because I do my research. uh, You can enjoy beachside performances by local artists with a stunning, their words not mine, ocean backdrop. Fridays and Saturday nights, perfect time for date nights, right? Folks, uh, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., they have live music and Sundays from 4 to 7 p.m. So what a nice way to wrap up the weekend by having some uh, live music performances. And then also coming up this fall, there was something that was in their upcoming events calendar that I noticed. They have an uncorked winemaker dinner series. And this is something I I definitely believe this is an experience event. You've been consuming the same kinds of microbrews, uh, with your, your cohort and such, you, you, it's time to upscale a little bit, folks. And in the month of, well, actually one a month in the fall season, October 15th, November 12th, December 17th, one uh, evening a month on Friday, they will have a winemaker dinner series with uh, some some well-known Vintners. Uh, Vintners. That's right. And uh, that I, I definitely think that will sell out just from the experienced uh, the, experience, the need for experiences we have. Seating is going to be limited for this. It's not going to be outside because it gets kind of cold in the fall season, but reservations are required. Uh, check out the Semi Amu website. You know what to do. Type it in your browser of choice and then you'll see in the upcoming show some uncorked uh, winemaker dinner series. Yeah. Now, once we get, we're going south from Blaine, if you will, just a
0: little bit, but then, Right, a hop, skip, and a jump from Semiyamu is this wonderful little beach town. It is totally a beach bumming town. Uh, it's called Birch Bay. So Birch Bay, it's one of the few places around here that you'll actually have sandy beaches. Like yes, you, can, you know you can actually walk out here in Washington. It's kind of a running joke. We have beaches, sure. I mean, there's the the Pacific. The Pacific Ocean is literally to the left of us. Okay. However, our beaches are rocky. And I don't mean like hard rock. I mean rocky as in hard on your feet. Rocky. Um, So, Birch Bay, what's nice about it is that you have sand and you have a lot of it, especially on low tide. You can walk probably a good, what, quarter mile out before you will go to where the the actual Strait or uh, the Salish Sea is. So if you wanted to go and do beachcombing or just have your kid run around in saltwater, you know, Birch Bay is where it's at, especially if you want to do any of that type of thing. Sandcastles, done. You're not going to do sandcastles in Bellingham.
1: And to have a picnic at the Birch Bay State Park, which is just, uh, you know, just a hop, skip and a jump away from the water and the beach and the sand, got you covered. Uh, But there's another fun activity uh, available in Birch Bay, you know, a little bit... uh, Headed towards the interstate, away from town, and that's the Birch Bay water slides. Yes, and uh, you know a perennial favorite. Uh, they actually have some water slides, you know, to, uh, and good ones too. <laughs> um, but I noticed that uh, opening day was June 30th, so they're open for business right now. Not coming soon, right now. Uh, this is their 38th year of operations at the Birch Bay water slides. So good on them for uh, sustaining. Uh, this summertime tradition for the kiddos. Speaking of visiting there, you know, if you go to the, as you're thinking about an opportunity, you got a day off of work, you get a, you know, chance on the weekend to plan for something like this. Just keep in mind, 23 bucks for a day pass. It'll be uh, less for the toddlers, and uh, for senior sliders.
0: Senior so, sliders.
1: Yes, uh, that's that's a, that's a thing. Um, th- it's a little bit of a discounted rate, but also check this out, grandma and grandpa. If you are a senior viewer, meaning you aren't partaking in the water slide o- action, but you're there <laughs> to let your kiddos go nuts, yeah. five bucks. That's and rad. S- and so you don't have to pay full price for something like that. They got uh, a great opportunity for you to, you know, grandparents, you give your uh, children a break by taking the grandkiddos out there for a day trip. Grandkiddos are gonna love ya. It's gonna be one of those memories that they uh, remember for quite some time before the doldrums of having to go back to school. Something to keep in mind.
0: No, that's really cool. And and Birch Bay, I believe like Birch Bay water sites have been shut down up until. This oh, point, yeah. Well, so. obviously,
1: with COVID and, and things like that, they had to, you know, go according to CDC and state of Washington mandates on their website. They've got a big old blamo, click here for COVID-19 information and they're right. happy to be open.
0: So, Chris, I think we need to segue into probably my favorite time of the podcast, and that is quality assurance. These picks are picked for you by A.J. Barce or Chris Powell and or for your quality assurance. That's right. Now, Chris, we've also we've also kind of rebranded this thing as our like our secret weapon. So with that said, these picks are actually our secret weapon that dovetail into our what come Wondering and Bellingham episodes that we've been doing. And so Chris and I, over the five years, five years. one, two, three, four, fifth fifth year. So we typically get a lot of people reaching out who are either new to the area, moving to the area, stopping off in the area. Hello, Watch Medicine. Uh, and basically, we we kind of liaise with a lot of people of like, hey, if you're going to be stopping off in Bellingham for you know a weekend, or if you're in BLI, or if you're moving to the area and you're just new, um, here's the thing. like We usually get hit up. And so one of the resources I want to throw out, and To some, this might be a no duh, but whenever you go to any place, Reddit, which is just a community, if you're uh, back from my era, you might remember Dig. You know, this is a community news resource site. You don't have to have an account to read anything. And for Bellingham and Whatcom County, there are two Reddits that you can go. Basically, it's slash r slash Bellingham or slash r slash Whatcom. And what's nice about this, as opposed to a periodical of an area or whatever, you get a vibe from the people. Now, with that said, It's also the local peanut gallery. So take what you read sometimes with a grain of salt. You know, you will see, you know, somebody peeved about some dog running in the area or what was that loud noise or whatever the case may be. But if you want to get a flavor of what the locals are talking about, whether that's the rent increases or whatnot, it can give you kind of an insider look without having to reach out to me and Chris. But by all means, reach out to us. We do love you.
1: Absolutely. And and Reddit doc, R-E-D-D-I-T.com, uh is a website, and there's a uh, just a fire hose of information. Those subreddits that AJ mentioned are two little sections, kind of like hashtags or points of conversation. My quality assurance secret weapon takes the Reddit uh, information and here comes here here comes privacy security boy with his tinfoil hat on. I don't like the tracking that has occurred with Reddit.com when you go to their uh, website. There is a website out there called LI, libreddit, lib as in library. Th- that works. Uh, libredd.it. Through a link in the show notes for you to click on. It's all of the Reddit goodness without the tracking. And I also threw in a web link that if you wanted to, dear listener of the Bellingham podcast, to view a combination feed of Bellingham and Watcom subreddits, all you gotta do is add a plus and you can have oh, cool. a multiple, it's a, uh, like a multi-reddit where you can have multiple feeds in one link where you don't have to have multiple stuff. So anyway, check out libreddit and uh, decrease the tracking in your life. And as I'm kind of looking at the watch right now, uh, in my beautiful Shinola Runwell, uh, 47 millimeter on a <laughs> sesame seed bun. I'm noticing that we're approaching this half hour uh, mark that we attempt to have uh, I- attain so that we can provide a nice quality half hour for that radio station we'll mention in our close. We should probably do a 2 part because there's a couple more towns in Whatcom County that we need to talk about. Oh, yes, there it is. So,
0: AJ, let's stick a fork in this show for now and we'll come back next week with uh, part two. Ooh, a doubleheader. And that wraps up this two-part edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us on wherever you like to get your podcasts. Remember, if you are in the Bellingham area, like Chris said, you might listen to us on that radio station. can 102.3 FM. They are, if we
1: haven't said it, so many times in the past, they are community powered, meaning people run this darn uh, radio station and they're streaming all over the darn internet at kmre.org. Thank you very much.
0: Yep. And on that note, we'll talk to you next week. I'm AJ
1: Barson, And I'm Chris Powell. Thanks very much for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. I really want to give you props on that additional information you provided about Semiamu, including the original pronunciation and the background for it. So many people just look at headlines nowadays, but we go into the context because we're a
0: contextual podcast. Haishkasiyam. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And we're back. Okay.